like this. Check this out. Jason Ben from Popcode HQ. Welcome to Podcode HQ Beyond the Synopsis Show. It's our interview feature with comic book creators about their latest projects, be it a series launch, an upcoming issue, collective edition, pre-order push, whatever it is. And where a synopsis will typically give you a taste of what to expect from the comic, Beyond the Synopsis gets more in-depth with the creators themselves to learn what it's all about provide even more reason for you to check it out. So sit back and listen to interviews from Pop Code HQ staff writers with incredibly talented creators of the comic book industry. Let's go! This is Josh with PopCultHQ.com. I'm here at San Diego Comic-Con 2023 with Melissa and Megan, the brilliant writing team behind Power Rangers Hyperforce One-Shot number one. How y'all doing? So good. So good. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, it is my absolute pleasure. So I am very familiar as a Ranger fan, going all the way back to Mighty Morphin. I've watched the show. I've read the one-shot. So I got to ask right away for Megan, how did it feel working with Melissa to write your character into the comics? Oh, so fun. I... My relationship with Melissa at the start of Hyperforce was she was like, you know, she was the she was the head honcho in the back. Like, she always kind of like had her arms crossed and she looked really stressed and worried. And I was like, I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to. It was like a little intimidating, you know. And um, now, this, since you know, five years later, we're like best of friends. And then we went to karaoke, and all that all that fear was melted gone. away. <laughs> yeah. So coming into the writing process was just like as a dream. We like bump up on a couple of things because, you know, Hyperforce isn't traditional Power Rangers. Um, we're a little unruly and we, that's, that is our style. But Melissa's true blue Power Rangers, she's like, that's not what a ranger would do. And I'm like, well, it's on today. Maybe, maybe Chloe doesn't feel like being a ranger today. Maybe, maybe not, you know, because I still feel like that character. Um, so that's the only time we probably would bump up against each other, but I'm really glad she can rein me in because I don't know the whole lore. I don't know, like, the deep seeds that have been planted in Power Rangers stories. Like, Melissa knows this, like, the back of her hand. If she was on, like, you know, oh, what's that show? Uh... The Millionaire Show, where you have to answer oh, questions. Yeah. I, you, you know, would win. They you tried to crush. get me to do that. They tried to get me to do like a Power Rangers, like as a press thing. They're like, Melissa, what if you go up against a fan and do like a trivia contest? I'm like, absolutely no way. The fans would beat me every time. Yeah, the fans do know like the details, but you yeah. are like, you know the characters, you know the story. So it, it was a dream come true because like you know, Hyperforce is our baby. She put so much love into it, and I was a character that got to play in that world. So it was a dream come true, and we had a lot of fun. So my next question for both of you, um, with the creative process, you're coming into this, obviously, with a lot of the lore and the backstory already set in stone and all of these major events that Boom has been doing, like Shattered Grid and whatnot. Where do you see 
after this one shot moving forward, how Hyperforce can keep existing within that, like being further and further apart of like, you know, the big overarching, dare I say it, crisis on infinite earths or, you know, infinity gauntlet level events within the Ranger verse. Well, thankfully, I mean, Power Rangers does have a multiverse, and, and what's so special about the Hyperforce is that because they hyper they travel in the hyperstring, they're not limited to one dimension. They can go to a bunch of different dimensions. Mm-hmm. So truly, um, I, 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 see, I see the opportunities are endless for them because they, they can go anywhere. As long as they have the Hyperforce ship, they can go anywhere. Now, the yeah. question is, do they always have the Hyperforce ship? That's a question to be answered. But while Don't they do... you take that away from <laughs> us. Don't... Listen. I mean, look, look it, I teased it in the, in the one shot, like you never know, but, um, but it does become a factor and, um, and they do become very important in the darkest hour. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. So with this whole thing, and this is obviously, you know, further and further away from where the original show was, where do you see the hyperforce within the comics five years from now? If you had to theorize, and I realize we are not the, um, oracles of Delphi. We cannot peer into the future and predict what will happen, but in your heart of hearts as Ranger fans and as creatives, what would you hope that can happen with Hyperforce within the comics even five years from now? Mm -hmm. Just theoretically speaking. Can I somehow get another Battleizer on top of the Battleizer? Can I get super Battleizer? Like won't be able to move. Super godlike. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, how do I make my character even cooler? But I, I would, a dream, maybe. I know Polly is, like, the perfect one to lead if, you know, yeah. Red wasn't it. But I feel like Chloe, it would be so cool to see her lead in some kind of way. I feel like she hasn't done that yet. Yeah. And she needs to grow up. Um, so five years down the road, I'm like, maybe she's not leading the Hyperforce Rangers, but maybe she's doing something. Oh, Jen Scott's was always her hero. So yeah. it'd be an interesting turn for her. I think for me, I'd love to see them actually go back and restore their timeline. Oh my um, God. Beat the Alliance and, 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 uh, and save Zordon the way they weren't able to. Cause I think that really that sits heavy on their two, hearts. Right? That was meant to be season two. And yeah. originally we, um, we were, we weren't going to wrap it up into one season, but, um, but because they were, it was so successful, we were told that we were going to get a season two. And uh, with all sincerity, it was going to happen. And so I was given the green light to end with a, um, to end with a cliffhanger. And unfortunately, we got bought by Hasbro. And of course, that just didn't happen. Um, not unfortunately. I mean, great for the brand and, and great for yeah. Power Rangers to get bought by Hasbro. They were really excited it's about the brand. It's tough to be in the middle of that, though, yeah. when you're in production of something. Yeah, it's, but it just, I mean, it, just, it was just one of those cracks. things where we had to, um, we had to adjust. And, and Hasbro just didn't... I just, it took, they were they were still trying to figure out what they what they acquired and what their plan was and it wasn't the Saban plan and so, but um, yeah I'd love to see them wrap up that story specifically and save their timeline and and really you know conquer that evil that and have you know Chloe find her mom and uh, take out her dad because her dad's kind of a jerk. He's evil man. He's a bad body. Yeah. He's scary. Well, I absolutely love it and you know. Congratulations, both of you, on this one shot, and you know, putting that out into the universe. Maybe it can happen. You gotta just wish a little harder. And uh, to quote Peter Pan, "Faith, trust, and pixie dust." Before we wrap this up, I would love for both of you to give me your best Power Rangers battle cry to sound this out for the fans. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> good. Pretty good. And finally, it's morphin' time. Yeah. yeah! Check, 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 check it out! What, 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 what's it all about? Yeah.